Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. And welcome back to another episode of the savage podcast. Good job, Daniel. Mm hmm very professional my name is daniel and i'm here with rose yes (laughs) we are together once again as always we are so today daniel uh we have more shout outs we do we have a ton of shout outs so we have shout outs for our pay our patreons our lovely patrons Mm -hmm. if you want a shout out join our patreon page yeah you also get of course the bonus episodes every month and of course all of the episodes earlier than everybody else and you get a lovely shout out from us exactly so so here we go starting starting our thanks i'm going to start with megan Thank you, Megan. Thank Tiffany. You. Thank you. Mackenzie. Katie. Marissa. Al- Alicia. Stefan. Or Stefan, perhaps. Yep. Um, <laughs> and Molly. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah. And yeah, if you want to hear your name, mm-hmm. make sure you uh, join us on Patreon yeah. as, little, as little as $3 a month. Exactly. Anyways, so what are we talking about today, Daniel? What are we talking about today? We are talking about a lot of things. Are we? There's some heavy topics. There's some lighter topics. Let's start with a lighter topic, yeah, we which I we really want to discuss, which okay. is... The Friends Reunion. Yeah! Yes! I mean, if you guys don't know, I am pretty much obsessed with Friends. I would say so, yeah. You're yes, like I'm I'm a diehard Friends fanatic. The most obsessed person that I know, although, Rose. Although I did not remember a crucial detail. Yeah, so I'm going to throw a little bit of shade Rose's way because <laughs> it's my turn for once. I mean, I am I am pretty ashamed. I would you be if I were you. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she forgot Ross's son's name. I know. It was, you know what, some things that just at the tip of your tongue mm. and I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. I forgot it. Yeah. I, I for sure forgot it. <laughs> I mean, now I know it's Ben. Okay. Yeah. But at that moment. You, you had it was a, a very shameful moment. Mm. It's a shame because when I, I, I did go to Friends Trivia Night at least once. Yeah. I I may have gone twice. And we were always like the second, like, like we were like the runner up or mm. something. And um, yeah, I'm still upset about it. And I also blame it on the fact that Netflix got rid of it. Mm. So I haven't really watched it in a while. True, true. And you know, the thing is, I don't know about you. Like We kind of talked about this the other day. So... One big thing in the UK, which I do kind of miss because it was kind of fun, was like they're obsessed with like pub quizzes. Oh, yes. They're like every single local pub has like a pub quiz like at least once a week and everybody in the UK like gets involved. Um, they're very into it. Like super into mm-hmm. it. Like, it's super like a big com- thing. Yeah. You, it's competitive, but you also get prizes and stuff as well, which is kind of awesome. But like, Do you like them, Daniel? Um, I do enjoy them, but I am. Um, terrible that's the thing i do them and then i'm like i literally don't know anything exactly and i have nothing to contribute so i don't really like them well i find it like challenging too because i felt like when i was in the uk at least because they're like kind of uk centric right so when they had like tv shows and stuff it might not have been something i grew up with in canada true true um but also i feel like weirdly like i have a lot of random facts and knowledge but like (laughs) i just feel like um when i'm under pressure like uh, like in a pub quiz situation for some reason, like my mind just blanks. Yeah. Like I might know, like there'll be a question. I'm like hundred percent know the answer, but for whatever reason, like I you just gotta can't. be confident, Daniel. Yeah. You gotta be confident. No, but yeah. my issue with these pop quizzes quite often, at least 
from my limited experience with them when mm-hmm. I was living in the UK is that it's all very random. Yeah. Like there's no like, like for example, if something's like a friend's trivia night, then yeah. it's like, I know it's going to be about friends. Mm. So obviously if I know something about friends, then it's going to be an interesting experience for me. Yeah. But quite often when you go to these random pub quizzes, it's like literally the most random oh, shit. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I don't have this random knowledge. And they always, <laughs> they always seem to ask, like, especially the UK ones would always be like soccer like trivia oh okay or they'd have like a soccer oh, section where they talked about like literally football would get players. Zero points. yeah and i was like <laughs> no idea who you're talking about or like quite often they'd be like athletes and stuff there'd be like a oh my god and seriously. I, was, I was like yeah i cannot contribute to any of this yeah the only one time i remember this i'm still proud of because mm-hmm. it was such a random moment it was like the question was um how many years did nelson mandela spend in prison and i just randomly guessed 27 years and it was correct wow Rose. i know i'm very smart anyway was it did everyone clap and cheer pretty much yeah the whole table were they yeah. like whoa i mean and then did you just play it off like you knew it the whole time Be like come on everybody <laughs> knows nelson mandela's been in, in prison for 27 no years. i was basically like that was the most random guess and mm-hmm. i got it right i don't know where i got it from but yeah they are fun though like i just feel like i i did enjoy going to them because it's just like more the atmosphere you yeah know, yeah you go yeah. there with your it's friends a fun time yeah we should do a pub quiz night. Mm-hmm. I, think that, I hope that, like, are there any in Calgary? I'm sure there's like, I know there's random trivia night. Yeah. So I'm sure we can do something like that. Yeah. I would love to do that. And so. yeah. So if they have another friends one, I will go and I will remember Ross's son's name. Yeah. Hopefully that will be a question. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, oh my God, let's talk about the, so we watched yeah, it. We did. Yeah. And so over, well, we watched it together. So mm-hmm. we obviously have discussed this already. Yeah. <laughs> but our overall thoughts are that here's what we hate it. <laughs> Let's talk about the negative shit first. Okay. Okay. We hated the random celebrity cameos. It was very strange. Yes. Like the thing with the thing with, and like, sorry to cut you off there, Rose, but the thing with the celebrity camo, cam, camos, camos, cam, cameos is like, it would have made sense if it was like celebrities that had actually been in friends or like, like had anything to do with exactly. the, the show whatsoever. But it was like really random. There was like David Beckham in there. There was Justin Bieber. There was, uh, what's her name? Carla Devine or whatever. Yeah. The fashion show was so cringe and yeah. the cringiest part of all. <laughs> say it, Daniel. I know you're not allowed to say it because you're part of the LGBTQ community and she is like the queen. Is she? She's like the queen of, I mean, other than Britney. Yeah. She's like the second queen. Oh, well, oh, well I, I didn't know that. Thank you for that. You know, <laughs> Is she not? Me. I don't know. No, you think you're right. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Lady Gaga singing Smelly Cat. With, I wanted to die. I know. It just got so awkward. Like, she's a great singer. Love yeah. her. No, Like, you know what? No shade toward her. But it was just so weird. And, and it came across really, like, cringe as well. Because it was yes. like, they, she joined and it was almost like she was, like, up trying to upstage Yes. Like Lisa Kudrow was singing. And yes. I was like, I'm like, I would much rather have Lisa singing, you know, Smelly Cat. Yeah. Like, oh God. It was just so unnecessary. It, like, yeah. I felt like they, the whole thing, again, we're just talking about the negatives at this moment. Yeah, negatives first. Yes. And then we're going to So spin the whole the thing, I just felt like they made it too theatrical and they put it, they just like try too hard to be like gimmicky and just like, maybe yeah. they really wanted to put on some kind of entertaining show, but like they really didn't provide much value with the random celebrity mm. cameos. Like the fashion show was just so unnecessary. Yeah. And like, I would much rather with the fashion show, like why didn't you just dress the, you know, the characters. actual main characters with, yeah. the, with the outfits that would have been so much more fun to see like, you know, grown up Ross wearing the freaking you know, Sputnik. Um, Sputnik exactly yeah. instead of like Justin Bieber wearing it I like know. I don't care what Justin Bieber looks like in a Sputnik costume I know so it was really 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 strange I don't know and yeah. also like James <laughs> was such... James Corbin doing the oh yeah nobody likes him 
I just, I find him like, he's like one of those people and like, maybe I'm going to get some hate for this, but there's like a few people, <laughs> a handful of people where I'm like, I just don't understand how they are. How, how they're famous. Yeah. And like with him, it's like his jokes, they never seem to land. They're very awkward. Like, I just don't get yeah, it. Maybe how it's just, is he famous? Maybe it's just me. Like, I don't know if I'm the only I mean, person that feels this way. he seems likable enough. Like, I get that part. Yeah. Like, he doesn't seem like a bad person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I never really found him to be particularly entertaining or funny yeah but like i don't know i don't really know his history and how he got into like i mean he obviously became very famous in america which is a big you know yeah. big deal i think it was from carpool karaoke or something sure but like i mean i guess that was fun mm-hmm. like i didn't understand why it was like so popular that show no it was um but he's like kind of like the same as um you were saying he was similar to ellen mm-hmm. but another person that comes to mind is what is that woman a oh, rebel wilson do you ever do you find her funny uh, I never found her funny. I did find her funny in Pitch Perfect. It was Rebel okay, Wilson. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. When I she's in so. movies, I found yeah. her funny. I but mean, like, she always plays the same character though, mm, doesn't she? Yeah. Like the and what's she gonna do now? Cause she she like lost a bunch of weight and she always plays the fat chick. Yeah, she's always that's like always the joke, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. A, which also gets old. It does, yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, but yeah, it was a bit strange <laughs> that he was like presenting it. Yeah, I mean, I who just, else would you prefer present it? What do you think? I don't know, like. Like literally anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't horrible. He wasn't the worst part. Mm-hmm. I think the worst part was random celebrity cameos. Yeah. And do you really even need somebody to present it? Like, could you not have had them? Like, cause I, thought, I know I thought some of the best and genuine moments that I really enjoyed was when it was the cast just together. I know, you know, like playing games together. Like, you know how they were doing yeah. the trivia thing. Like the live, like interview part was kind of a little bit weird and unnecessary. Yeah. Like I almost felt like. They could have just, yeah, like just sat down and interviewed them and yeah. they could have made it into like a really like, you know, like in-depth kind of reunion mm. and yeah. it could have been just so good, but it, it felt very like almost a little bit surface level. A yeah. Little bit. Yeah. So that's their critique. Yeah. So that's like the negative. <laughs> Any other critiques? Um, I think that those are, the, those are the main ones for me as well. I think those yeah. are the main kind of negatives, but like there was also some really nice moments. Oh, as it well. was so, it was just sweet. I think it's just such a nostalgic thing that yeah. like you can't hate it because like, you know that it's like, mm. yeah. I mean, it just like seeing them all together in the room. Oh my God. I know. And they were, how they were all like getting emotional and they were like, like that was a big chunk of yeah. their lives. And and if you think about it, like they started doing friends when they were all like in their mid twenties, mid right? twenty, yeah, mid so, like, to late twenties, exactly. So that like that's like a really pivotal point in people's lives, and they like, and it was, and they all became famous from that moment. Exactly. Like none of them were really super famous. Yeah. Well, and the, the 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 casting, I I did like the pieces with the casting directors as well. How they talked oh, about it. I love that. See, yeah. they, I wish they added more of that. That would have been nice. And like the in depth, like you know, insider view, and mm. and I know they've done stuff like that before. Like I almost preferred, you know, like shows like that they did aside from this one, like, yeah. you know, like the in-depth, like behind the scenes, like yeah. those ones were really interesting. I would have loved more like bloopers and more mm-hmm. like tidbits of information, like talking about specific, yeah. you know, like their favorite like scenes. Like Ross and Rachel, yes. how they had crushes on each other. That was the most, I'm and then sorry. Seeing, like, and then you saw the old footage of them together. And it stuff, was and I'm so like, cute. Could they not have shown more behind the scenes old I footage? Know. You know what I mean? Like I that's know. the stuff that I love. But then I guess they wanted to focus on uh, it being a reunion. Yeah. But then what does that reunion have to do with Lady Gaga singing um, Smelly Cat? 
that's another question. Well, like, and a re- <laughs> reunion is like you're getting those people together, but also isn't part of a reunion to like reminisce of yeah, the uh, old yeah, that's times. true, true. Because think about it, like yeah. a high school reunion is to see all of your old high school that's friends yeah. and reminisce about your like memories. True, true, true. So I just wish, yeah, I do wish that there was more because uh-huh. those are the pieces I really loved when they did like the bloopers or like yeah. behind the scenes where you had even like cast and crew like cracking up and like not holding it together or like it was w- so great when they showed the scene of the, like one of my favorite scenes where they're bringing that couch up the stairs and they were like talking they they actually talked about it a lot and they were like it's so funny because like when we first read that scene there was like no dialogue and we're like how is this gonna right. actually be funny and like literally the cast the crew everyone was like keeled over when Ross I mean, was just like I would have been dying <laughs> and then he kept doing it like afterwards it and was people, so great yeah like oh I love that part my like some of my favorites were like when they initially like walked into the made up scene mm. and not the scene the, the set. set yeah and it was just so emotional because they were like like imagine that like imagine because it's been like how many years Daniel? 17. 17 years since the last episode yeah so if it's been 17 years and they've been working on that set for 10 years mm-hmm. It's like, imagine how emotional that would be. Mm. Like, I would die. Like, I think I would be like so fucking emotional. Exactly. And that, that is how they all, like all six of them, they were really, when they joined Friends, they were all starting off in their careers. I know. It's and so like, sweet. even the directors, they were, and one thing I thought was cool too, is when they were talking about it, like they were like, oh, Rachel was already signed on somewhere. Chandler was already signed yeah. on to another show. And they talked about how they got them onto Friends. And like, they, they said also they didn't want one like key famous person do you know which what I, mean? I think was the key yeah the fact that all six yeah. of them were like but it's just starting in their career so none of them were like yeah. super famous i would say like maybe courtney cox a little bit more because she did the screen movies bit, and yeah. stuff but was she in scream after friends though or was it before friends i think it was like a little bit before because okay. friends started in like 90 oh, or maybe like, it was during yeah it was like around that yeah time. because so, i don't think it was like before friends but yeah. i could be wrong mm-hmm. so i think well maybe it was a little bit after you're right but like none of them were like big names yeah and and until after obviously that show and that's like what made it as well because there was no one that was like I know. the star you know i know Oh God, it's so good. Yeah. And you know what kind of like it, it was emotional as well? Cause they talked about like the ending of friends and they were talking about how like it, it, it naturally came to an end because you have this group of young people living together. Oh God. And then as you like get families and everything else, you naturally. That, that, that part of your life ends yeah. essentially. Yeah. Which is kind of true. Like, I mean, not that it ends completely, mm-hmm. but it changes and shifts as like people start to have babies and, you know, get married. And I mean, fortunately we are very immature. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like, that part of our life has yeah, ended. Yeah. We're are still in about? the, in the phase of the 20 somethings. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, we got a few more years because technically they started filming friends. They were about 25, 26. And then they ended 10 years later. So they're but like 36. But how old were they supposed to be is something that I'm I wondering. think they were supposed to be in their late 20s when they started, right? No, I don't think so. Wasn't it supposed to be? Okay, well, remember. no, some of them were. So Ross was maybe supposed to be 28. So, like, yeah. so obviously the, some of the age is different. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember. But like I remember one of the last episodes. Some of the mm. last episodes would be their like 30th birthday. But I can't remember which, which season it was. Uh, okay. But yeah, they were probably like, you know, around our age when it ended, essentially. God damn. I know. So we have to move on to the next phase of our lives. Getting a house in the burbs. I am not ready. (laughs) I'm not ready for that commitment. Oh oh my God. Another thing that I loved about the reunion, Mm. since we went on about what we hated. Yeah. Let's talk about some other more things. things. Yeah. Another thing I love was the table readings. Oh, that was good. uh, Phoebe was fucking iconic. I love it. She literally had everyone. She sounds exactly the same. I know. Everyone was like cracking Oh my God. My eyes. My eyes. (laughs) She's so good, though. She's so good. Like, that was 
like honestly that scene cracks me up every time yeah lisa kudrow is like oh my, she's so iconic i love her I, iconic I, I saw this um celebrities read mean tweets i think i was telling you about this rose <laughs> and there was one of them had like uh lisa kudrow and she was like reading it and someone i guess tweeted her and was like it, um, hope everyone has a fantastic weekend except for you Lisa oh, yeah. Kudrow fuck you and she like literally is like reading it but like cracking up at oh the yeah same I remember time. oh she's so oh, sweet I just love her I do yeah. love her I love her anyways so that was the friends reunion it was great I do wonder um, how they feel about it yeah <laughs> sometimes I do wonder I'm like do they even enjoy this or are they so sick of it by now I think that they would uh, like I think they would enjoy to some degree, like going to back to degree. the old set, oh, yes. seeing everyone again. I think that would again. be really lovely. Yeah, yeah. I think so. And I do wonder what other kind of drama happened behind the scenes, you know? You well, never know. There'd always be some, right? Mm-hmm. And it, they, they all seem like pretty decently close as well. I mean, who knows? Yeah. I mean, the ladies are for sure, I think. Yeah. The ladies ladies are definitely close. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the guys though. Yeah. And, um, uh, and I do wonder if uh, Jennifer Aniston and um, David Schwimmer, mm-hmm. if they ever actually did anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They said that they didn't. You would like to know, wouldn't you, Rose? Mm-hmm. God damn. Do you think they did something? I don't know. But I think that ship sailed. I know. I everyone's everyone's, everyone's like, like upset. I know. Everyone's like, they're both single now. They should get together. I mean, blah, Daniel, blah, blah. You, you never know, Daniel. He's her lobster. Mo- moving on, guys. <laughs> God, um, I didn't know you were so cynical. I no. thought you'd be the first one to be like, oh, my God, I hope they get together. Ross and Rachel. But then you have to remember that they're diff- they're not their characters. I know. They're not their characters. Yeah, but they liked each other. Yeah. In real life. That's true. Besides their characters. And they were so cute when they were like cuddling on couches and oh stuff Oh my God, together. they were so cute. But then again, like, yeah, you're right though. It's been like so many years. Mm. Like both of them have been married since and yeah. it's been like so long. So mm. obviously, you know, they're different people. But it's crazy, yeah. Oh, they were so cute. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they get together, I think like the whole world will be so happy. <laughs> yeah, everyone will be like, oh my God. They should just pretend mm-hmm. as a PR stunt. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was good. I, I did it overall. Like I liked it, but I just felt like it could be better. Who's your favorite friend? Do you have a favorite? Mm, I really like Phoebe. Yeah. I don't know. Just cause she's so quirky and yeah. like, I just like really like Phoebe. I think she's probably my favorite. Who do but you I, think you're the most similar to? None of them. <laughs> I don't think I like, I don't know. What, Maybe what? Phoebe. Cause you're kind of weird. No. <laughs> probably or no maybe like maybe you'd be more like um yeah kind of maybe like a cross between phoebe and rachel because you're a little bit like a you know like a little ditzy yeah who do you associate with monica (laughs) (laughs) control my type a personality (laughs) excuse me i'm not a control i definitely could see that but i also am not like super clean so i wouldn't be a monica fully Mm. i mean i like to think of myself as a mixture of everybody and all their good good traits you're all the good traits of everyone exactly Actually, you kind of remind me of Janice a little bit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, wait. <laughs> Chandler. <laughs> Chandler Bang. Oh You're the worst at this. I know. It's just, yeah. It's, <laughs> and I love that Janice was there as well. Oh my God. See? These guest stars, they should have had mm. more of those guest stars. 100%. Like, like Rachel's other sister was Christina Applegate. Is that her name? Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah, I think or so. Or is it someone else? No, it's anyway, Christina, Christina Applegate. She was iconic, so yeah. I would have loved her, a cameo with her. She's so good. I love her in Dead yeah. to Me. Yeah. And then like, oh my God, Dead to Me is so good. Mm-hmm. And then there's so many... 
Oh, there are people screaming, guys, outside. I do apologize if you can hear that. You won't um, be you won't be able to hear it because okay. the mics don't pick up the background <clears throat> okay. as, as loud. Um, but that was some loud screaming. That's true. Anyways, also Bruce Willis would have been fucking yeah, iconic. like why he was like wasn't wasn't also was um he was in multiple episodes. Julia Roberts as well. Julia Roberts. They probably can't afford Julia Roberts, but still. Yeah, well, they could afford Justin Bieber apparently. Well, I think Justin Bieber would be cheaper than Julia Roberts. True. Yeah. I mean, Julia Roberts is an AA list celebrity. You know. Yeah. Anyways, but still, like, would have loved a cameo. Like, 30 seconds, just do an interview. Mm Would have been iconic. I would have been so So good. So many other, like, amazing. Just think of all the people. Mm -hmm. Think of all the guest stars. There were so many. There were so many. Like, such a shame. Oh, they also had Robin Williams at one point. As oh, a did, as a did, short cameo, I don't remember that. It was um, it was part of like you know how they have the intro part before you do the, the the main theme song. Yeah, and he was part of he was part of like one of the intros. Mm. He was like in the coffee shop just playing some random guy. It was it was funny. Oh god, such a shame. Um, but anyways, overall we enjoyed it. I yeah. do think th- there was more to. I wish they did more with it. Yeah, yeah. It could have been. It could have been, been so epic. It could have been epic. But I do think it was a little bit mediocre for what it was. Like, yeah. I still enjoyed it because I love Friends and I love the characters and everything. Yeah. Um, but it could have been so much better. Yeah. I think. No, but um, anyways, so shall we move on to more depressing news? Yeah. Well, I think so. What, were, what else? Were, oh no, the, I want to talk about this story first before we get into the really heavy one. Oh, okay. So we're going to talk about the less depressing news. Yes. And then we'll talk about the really depressing news. So okay. So you want to end on the depressing note as usual. Okay. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so guys, this story just keeps getting better and better. So last year, and we talked about this last year, didn't mm. we? Um, we definitely did. So, you know, okay. I, I know I'm not. Let's do a recap. Okay. I'm not a lover of the term Karen, but like, you know. Yeah. We did complain about the term because yeah. I think it's sexist. But <laughs> we have, a, we had the Central Park Karen last year who was a lady that was taking her dog for a walk in Central Park. Um, and there was a special area. There's special designated areas, I guess, that are not off leash because they have like certain migratory birds that go there or something. Like there's a big thing. So you have to have your dog on a leash in certain areas. Um, Which is very normal. Exactly, we have that here. Most Every, places are not, yeah. you know, they are on leash areas. They'll they'll be like designated designated off leash areas. So anyway, so she was in this area, didn't have her dog on a leash, and so this guy came over to her, um, who was a bird watcher, I think, or he's like a really yeah. avid like, and he was like, uh, "Ma'am, can you please put your dog on a leash? Like this is not an off leash area. Um, it can really be, really be disturbing to the birds." And she was like, got really, and he started recording her. Cause he was like, he was a black man and he was like, Oh, like apparently like, well in New York, you know, you have to be careful. And he's like, I'm just going to make sure I get out, get this on video. Right. Right. And well, like I, we don't know what happened beforehand. Right. Yeah. But, the, but basically what he, what they're saying, what he's saying is that he asked her to, um, put, yeah, put the dog on a leash. Mm. And then she was like freaking out over this and basically was like accusing him of attacking her, which yeah. clearly well, he was not. She threatened him. She, she threatened she, him she to went, call the cops. Exactly. She went like this. She's basically was like, look, I'm going to call the cops and I'm going to tell them that you're a black man that's been threatening me. African-American man, African-American man that's threatening me. And then Which she, is so crazy. I know. So mm-hmm. then she calls the cops and as she's on the phone, she like acts really distressed and is like, oh my God, there's an African-American man. I'm scared for my yeah. life. He's she's threatening me. She's acting like he, he's about to like kill her. Yeah, like really and crazy. Was this like before or after um, George Floyd? Do you know? Oh, I think it was before. 
yeah but either way sure. like you know the the fact that she said it's an african-american man yeah that's threatening me which first of all he was not because yeah. they were very far away and he was literally like can you not come close to me because i don't want to get COVID." yeah <laughs> but then like she's acting like he's like basically about to kill her or something yeah which is so bad because uh, she knew exactly what she was doing. Oh, the, the worst thing is, is like she threatens because of the situation and because we know that there is um, increased like pr- police, like brutality against um, yes. African-Americans. We've seen it time and time again with the George Floyd, all of these incidents, incidences. And so she uses that to her advantage and tries to create a situation. Like, thank God the guy had his phone with him. Oh my God, seriously. You know, so it's a really bad situation. Anyway, so that happened and then she basically, this went viral. Yeah. And another thing is like, she was basically abusing this fucking poor dog that she had. It was I don't know what happened to this poor dog, but like throughout the whole video, I I couldn't stop looking at this dog. Yeah, she was like strangling it. She was basically strangling the dog. Yeah. And I was like, I was traumatized. Um, it was very hard to watch. Anyways, the, this video went viral. Yeah, the video- and then she ended up getting fired yeah. because she was actually quite high up in an investment firm, I yeah, guess. Yeah, so she worked at Frank Franklin Templeton Investments. She was quite senior. I can't remember what her position yeah. was there. But obviously, this does not look good for anyone. No. Especially because, like, you know, yeah, the firms do not take this lightly. So obviously, they, they fired her. Um, and clearly, she hasn't learned her lesson as if she, you know what I mean? Like, right. you would think... At this point, it's like, okay, you've realized you look stupid. Yes. Like you've learned your lesson. But Maybe no. you did a little bit of introspection, yeah. you know? Well, what has she been doing all, all of this time that we haven't heard about her? <laughs> Listen to this. So she has decided to file a lawsuit against her former employer for terminating her p- employment a day after the viral confrontation. More specifically, her suit accused the investment firm of terminating her based on her race and gender after, Shut the front yeah, door. After failing to properly investigate what had happened. Um, yeah. So basically she's suing her former employer and saying that they're... But what is the grounds for her saying that it was based on race? Because she's saying that she got terminated because she was white and a woman? Partially, yeah. It sounds like... Let's hang on. see. Okay. The lawsuit essentially argues that the company did not thoroughly investigate by interviewing her or Christian... I get is Christian the guy? Yeah. Okay. Or obtaining her full nine one one call before terminating her because she is a white woman. What? Mm-hmm. Oh come on! It adds that even a per perfunctory what's a perfunctory? No idea. Perfunctory investigation would have shown she did not shout at him because she was a racist, but because she was alone in the park and frightened to death. Okay, come on. Everyone saw that video. I know. Are you joking? And she says, the lawsuit goes on to describe Amy as the next target of Christian, an overzealous bird watcher engaged in Central Park's ongoing feud between bird watchers and dog owners. What? Is there actually an ongoing feud? Um, I don't know. Oh my God. It It also claims the company's decision to fire her effectively labeled her as a racist with reckless disregard for the destruction of her life in the process. Yeah. She's requesting a jury trial and is seeking compensation for lost wages, emotional stress, attorney fees, and more. Insane. So the, the audacity. I know. Like, it's different. I feel like it's different when there's a bit more gray area in a situation. But, like, this has been captured on video. And, you know, some people might argue, like, you know, things can be taken out of context, right? They can be like, oh, this was taken out of context, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But, like, you see the video. Yeah. And, like there's no like you did that that was your action yeah. that was recorded so why was she so frightened huh? exactly it was during the day it was like broad daylight yeah what? he was not close to you at all yeah. and he was just asking you to put the dog on the leash why is this like a life-threatening 
thing. I know. It's just crazy. And, and the way to like do the reverse thing of like, oh, my employer was racist when mm-hmm. you are the one that was being racist. And even if it was like a non-white woman, but it was like an Asian woman doing this, mm-hmm. it probably would have ended up the same way if she said exactly what you said. Like, yeah. oh, if I was standing there and randomly this black man just told me to put a leash on my dog and then I freaked the fuck out and I started calling the police and saying that an African-American man is about to like kill me. (laughs) It'd be the same result. It has nothing to do with her. I mean, maybe because she's not black, but a black woman wouldn't do that. Exactly. But I also, (laughs) I also feel, I feel like this, this story again, just highlights (laughs) like, Oh, these Karens, honestly, it just highlights that they, they're really like, even after their, their horrible behaviors exposed, the kind of shit that they're doing and they're still trying to justify and, and, and yeah. they're, the, they think they're the victim. Though. Exactly. She probably legitimately thinks this is a legitimate lawsuit. Oh yeah. This is where I, where I question. I'm like, where are your friends? Where are your family? Like, are right. they not? But I guess maybe if she's surrounded by people that are like that, exactly. they're also going to be like, you poor thing. You're such exactly. a victim, you know? Exactly. Whereas like, come on, like if I did that, my friends would call me out so hard yeah. and be like, what the hell are you doing? Do yeah. you know what I mean? Even my parents would be like, that mm-hmm. was really bad behavior. Like, I know oh, it's crazy. God. Anyway, uh, so that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably going to go nowhere. That's my assumption, but who yeah. knows? You never know. You never know. I, you know, I would be really disappointed if the lawsuit goes through and that she wins. Cause then I'm like, you still haven't learned your lesson. Yeah. Like, and whoever her lawyer is like, come on. Yeah. But I guess they're getting paid. So they'll just take the job. Uh, yeah, for sure. They're like, Oh, whatever. This, this crazy, um, what, this crazy <laughs> woman, this crazy bitch, <laughs> this crazy bitch. She be looking for some oh compensation. Oh my God. From her former employer? God damn. I would be embarrassed. I know. It's just like you've yeah. already embarrassed yourself. I you're, know. And, and of course this you're... This is the second embarrassment. Yeah, you're in the news again. Like, I know. just stop. I know. Just like, just stay out of the, you know, spotlight for yeah. a little bit. Go and just like, you know, I don't know, do whatever the hell you got to do. Reflect Maybe change your, your name. Yeah. You know? Maybe move to a different state. That yeah. would be great. Oh. And just start over, you know? Maybe dye your hair. That's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> Just bad. Well, I wouldn't be in this situation in the first place. So true. Oh, Anyways. I also hope the dog was taken away from her. Jesus. She'd be a crazy woman. Yeah. I couldn't believe. Couldn't believe. It's just bad behavior. I just can't. I just can't. Every time I hear a story about a Karen, it just like enrages me. I know. But it's like we all know a Karen. Oh, yeah. For sure. You know what I mean? Like there's uh, there's been so many instances where I'm just like on a like plane or something and there's just someone there that's just so difficult. I know. For no reason. And you're just like, oh my God. I know. The why? world does not revolve around you, Karen. I know. Ugh. Anyway. All right. Oh God. Now we're going to move on to the really sad story. Oh God. This is this has been blowing up all over the news, like, which I mean it should huge. be. huge. So this is a big story in Canada. So basically, yeah. I haven't really read, in, read into it too much. Mm-hmm. Haven't, haven't had a chance, but I did send this to Daniel because I was like, holy mother of Christ. Yeah. So, I mean, this... This is beyond this story, and that's why it's a big deal yeah, because yeah. it's it kind of like shows the kind of the gruesome history of Canadian, um, the way that Canadians have treated um, Aboriginals here yeah. in this country. So, would yeah. you like to do the honors of reading the headline? I would. Um, so, basically, the the big story that Rose is talking about is there has been a discovery recently in Canada. Um, is it in? Oh no, it's not in Calgary. Sorry, no. it was in BC, Kamloops, Kamloops, Kamloops BC. Yeah. So it's in BC, so the neighboring province to us. Um, where they discovered the remains of 215 children um, found buried near a residential school. So what is a residential school, Daniel? Would you like so, to go into the details of I that? I will go into the details because oh, they're, they're horrible. And 
I just I can't believe that this happened. Like, but and it's it was a- relatively recently. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Because Canadian history is not very long. Yeah. So it is true when you know when we do talk about racism that like it's still pretty like recent in our history as well. Hundred percent. And I think the last one closed in like. 92 or something like it was like the very last one like it was quite okay so what's a residential school so basically um so for those of you that aren't from canada um there um back in the day canada implemented a what was known as an indian indian residential school system um which was kind of like a network across the country of like kind of boarding schools for indigenous people um it was funded by the canadian government and it was administered by christian churches so a big part of why these existed and this happened not just in canada but i feel like in a lot of places but residential schools are specific to canada is a lot of places where and you see this in like central america and stuff where there was like spanish um influence they would like try to push like christianity and like different religions onto the local people so this is something that that was created now, basically, and this is horrible. So the purpose, um, the school system was created for the purpose of removing indigenous children from the influence of their own culture and assimilating them into dominant European Canadian culture in a, in, and there was like a quote, I can't remember who said this, but basically it was to kill the Indian in the child. Oh my God. That's yeah. awful. Over the course of the systems, more than more than a hundred year existence around 150,000, um, individuals were placed in residential schools nationally. Um, and I think at one point there was like a law, like a, like a short period of time where it was like illegal for Aboriginal youth to not go to a residential school. That's so messed up. Yeah. Like they had to go, like it was part of the, part of the reason why a lot of indigenous cultures and languages are pretty much wiped out. And a lot of kids don't know how to, like a lot of natives don't know how to speak the, you know, original languages because of the fact that this existed. Exactly. Right. It's just, and that was the main purpose. Mm -hmm. It was to kind of like eradicate that, you know, um, the, the, the true Canadians, you know, that were living on this land. And also the culture as well. Like they they just wanted them to like wipe out like that culture. That's crazy. And yeah. It's crazy. I'm just wondering like, what is the thought process? I guess it's like them (laughs) thinking that they're not as good. Or do you think it's because they didn't want them to become strong as a community and then fight back? I, I think that's part of it. I think also, I think you're right in a sense that, that, Individuals that were like settling these lands, they had this, um, the settlers, the settlers, which I mean, it's bullshit. It was already yeah. people living here. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, I think that there's this kind of heightened self importance Yes. whereby they, cause quite often they refer to the local people as savages. Oh God. So, so bad. Yeah. So they quite often were like, Oh, yeah. they, these are people that like t- in their eyes, they would come to like, and they not, weren't civilized. Exactly. They weren't civilized. They didn't have culture as the Europeans would know or like not right. would know, but which like, is insane. Yeah insane but it's just crazy but like this was the mentality yeah. back then right it was I like know. it was like we- and then they're the ones that went and like killed a bunch of people mm-hmm. and did like all of the sa- whatever they would call sap i mean i would describe that as more savage of than course. anything else but anyways okay mm-hmm. so then that's the background of residential schools mm-hmm. and but a lot of the another piece too that i think sure. is important to note is a lot of these residential schools they were like removing the Aboriginal youth from their families, right? So they yes. so they brought them forcibly, to these, yeah, to these boarding school boarding schools, whereby they're like detached. They're not they don't have any family connect. Well, like they have their family, but like they're not connected to their family. Their family's not around. They're all living yeah. in this school, um, and quite often actually, um, these these schools were like really 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 poor conditions. 
like I mean, too many, that's not surprising. Yeah, too many people living in a small kind of area. And I was reading that like a lot of because basically in the residential school, there was a lot of shady shit that went down, like abuse, all kinds of abuse. Yeah, I mean, and then we're going to get into what actually happened, I guess, with the Kamloops school. Exactly. Um, but like part of it, too, is like they would like if kids went missing and stuff like they wouldn't like necessarily document it properly. Right. Or like I was reading one story about this lady that I guess her another thing is uh, quite often because of the poor living conditions and like the you know, everything that was going on at these schools is yeah. kids would quite often get sick. Like there'd be a lot of right. flus and things like that. And that's what a lot of the, a lot of people died. Right. From. And I remember I was like, I can't remember what article I was reading, but I was reading about this. And this mom had like requested cause she found out that her son had died at the school and had requested to have his body brought back. Oh God. And they were like refusing to do that because they were like, this is, you know, the government doesn't see the like, you know, justification to spend so much money to bring that body back to you. Oh like my God. just crazy shit. Like this is insane. Yeah. And it was like, a lot of it happened behind closed doors. Like nobody right. was really watching. I feel like what was going on at residential schools. Right. Like it's almost like they were put into this area. Kids were sent there to assimilate. Right. And the government like funded it, but they didn't like, inspect it they didn't really like or and these schools were specifically for only for the aboriginal yeah kids, that's only right? who went, who went which there. was also a little bit weird yeah right because like you would think that oh maybe if they really wanted to assimilate these kids mm. you'd put them into like you know schools with other kids yeah but instead they just put them all in one place where you don't have to look at them mm -hmm. so sad isn't it it's just crazy it's crazy that this yeah. was like and it's still like we're still seeing the impact of all of this today. I mean, of exactly. course that's just one of the many things that the government did to like exactly. the Aboriginals. This is part of it. And I think one of the big things to think of it, like think about like why we do have the problem. Some of the problems that we do is a big part of it is these residential schools because you know, look at like you have multiple generations over mm -hmm. 150 years or whatever that have been subject to these horrible conditions, sexual abuse, all of this stuff. And we all know that, especially as like children, if you're exposed to that, like that's going to impact you throughout your life, right? Like you're, you like, yes, some people can like, you know, try to deal with it and stuff, but it's always going to be a part of you. And I think because of that, you have like this minority group that's been subject to all of this abuse over the period of time. And then in aligned with that is then you start getting, you know, post-traumatic stress. You have people that have like alcohol problems, substance abuse problems as a result of dealing with some of the stuff that happened to them when they went through the residential system. Mm -hmm. So that's why, yeah, it's just, uh, it's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge mess. And of course that's just, again, one of the, one of the many things that, you know, the government did to the native population. Yeah. This is just one of the many things. So, um, yeah, I guess they've discovered, mm -hmm. uh, in the last couple of days, I think yeah. maybe yesterday or the day before, um, huge discovery. Okay. So a gruesome discovery took decades, I guess. And for some survivors, the Kamloops Indian residential school in Canada, the confirmation that children as young as three were buried on school grounds. Mm -hmm. What that, that is crazy. Yeah. So basically w like, were they killed? Like, I think a lot of it, like, I do feel like from what I was, like, reading and, and hearing about it is, like, quite often, yeah. like, kids would, like, die at these schools of sometimes of, like, flus and sicknesses. Right. Or, or they would be physically assaulted Abused. and this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then they would just be, like, kind of secretly Left. buried oh, and like they wouldn't crazy. be given like proper like graves or they wouldn't tell their families like that's why they said like the actual count of how many kids have died in the residential school system. They don't know. They don't know. Right. Because none of this was properly documented. Right. Right. Even the kids that were in the school. Right. Half of them weren't properly documented of right. being there. 
So that's crazy. It's just like insane. And when you have this, like, uh, this like population of vulnerable people Mm -hmm. and then you have people that are taking advantage of them. And I heard like, I've heard like horrible things like just terrible. Like there was, I was reading one article about this, like, like in general. And it was talking about like one, one of the things they used to do was like, they would like beat these kids until like they threw up and then they would make them like eat it and like crazy shit. Yeah. Like insane stuff. What is that is crazy. How do people do this? Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, that's insane. Mm -hmm. So now, you know, and who knows how many, you know, burial sites there are across. That's crazy. If it's out of sight, no one is, no one is really watching what is going on. The thing is like, I knew that these schools existed, but I don't think I knew the extent of the like abuse, I guess. Yeah. I mean, maybe I, I was a bit naive, but I didn't know. And of course, I definitely didn't think that there'd be random burial grounds mm-hmm. like this. I do remember 215 children. It's insane. I, yeah. d- I do remember like I watched like a documentary like years and years and years ago mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. residential schools. I, yes. And a lot of the people I remember their faces were like blacked out and they were like talking about their experiences. Right. There. And that's how I knew like I didn't know the full extent and I think nobody knows the full extent of the atrocities that happen at these schools. But you know, you can just tell from the people that were there and from the stories that you hear, like it just was not a good situation. No, it was not. So, and l- listen to this. The Kamloops Indian residential school was one of the largest in Canada and operated fr- uh, from the late 19th century to the late 1970s. It was opened and run by the Catholic church. <laughs> What a joke. I know. Uh, until the federal government took it over in the night in the late 1960s. And mm-hmm. not to I don't want to like take anything away from this story, but just for can we just pause for a minute there? And like this irks me so much because like even just that line, so these schools that had tons of sexual abuse, tons of assault, tons of yep. everything was run by the Catholic church. I know, you know, and you have these like super, super religious people that are like, you know, God, you know, we're God, we're all God's children and you know, you know, peace and love and you know, all this stuff. And it's always like, so many of these fucking stories I know. has to do with religion. I know. And that's why And I'm again, like, it's not all religious of people, course, of, course, of course, but we're talking about the institution and yeah. how, and another just ironic thing is like, just, the number of people that think that without religion, you don't have morality. Yeah. I'm like, excuse me, so many. Like, this yeah. is just one tiny example. This is one of many yeah. examples. I know there was a huge scandal in the U.S. about priests that were, like, molesting young not in, boys. Not in the U.S., all over the world. Yeah. This is a well-known fact that Catholic priests molest children. This yeah. is a well-known fact. Yeah. And they hide it. Yeah. Uh, things are hidden all the time. Uh, uh, they get a pass. And that's just, again, one of the many things. I mean, the, the, the amount of people that have mm. died, you know, for the sake of religion, not just with Catholic, but like mm. with all these types of religions, it's mm. like, is it really moral? I know. And it's like, oh, if we didn't have religion, we'd lose our mm-hmm. moral compass. It's like, well, this, I none haven't of this, killed anybody. Exactly. This, this shit's not moral. It's like insane. what the hell? Like, oh, it's crazy. And it's also like this whole, it goes into a deeper topic of also these like Western, um, 
you know, religions like mm-hmm. Catholic, uh, Catholicism yeah. or Christianity yeah. that always, and th- this still happens, like go on these like mission projects and yeah. they'll like go to some like developing country where people are like poor and like, yeah. you know, they don't have a lot of resources. They don't have a lot of food. And then they like offer them all this like food. And, but then they have to like, they Convert like indoctrinate to- them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why so many, like it's, it, that's so messed up to me. And what? then they act like they're on some kind of like fucking, you know, like amazing. Saving the world. Exactly. I'm yeah. like, go fuck yourself. It's like, you're just happen to be advantaged because you you know are not living in a impoverished area exactly. and you're doing it like da- you're like dangling food in their face like oh you must like like it's it's messed up exactly it know? is messed up and it's like this just like these types of stories yeah. again not discrediting this is like really really sad what's happened and everything else but again like you know this was a a, a program or this particular school that we're talking about right now in Kamloops it was run by the Catholic Church. I know it's crazy, and yet all of these atrocities come come were, were happening there. Like, yeah, it's just it's oh. crazy. So now it has a museum, I guess. So I guess at least like people can learn about some of the bad things that happened there. Yeah, um, and then. Uh, it says in 2015, Canada's Truth and Reconciliation Commission released a report detailing the damaging legacy of the country's residential school system. Mm-hmm. Thousands of mostly indigenous children were separated from their families and forced to attend residential schools. Yeah, imagine so sad. Imagine you just like you're being ripped from your family when it's, you're really it's young, crazy, put into a school yeah. in horrible conditions where yeah. you're physically assaulted, abused, and like all this stuff. Yeah. Can't see your families. Yeah. Like, I don't even think that they had like, I don't even think that they would like go home on the holidays. Like they were just always there. Right. Like, I don't think it was like a boarding school where it's like visitation rights or anything like that. Right, right, It sounds horrible. Right. And then after a few years, you probably can't even communicate with your parents because maybe they speak a different language. Yeah. And you've been forced to forget that language, that initial language. Well, they said like quite often they'd punish the kids if they were speaking in their native tongue. Oh my God. In the classroom. Like they would like beat them and stuff so that they wouldn't use their native language guys this this school closed in 1970s that's like not that long ago yeah that's crazy it's nuts yeah like so many of these like i really feel bad for like native populations Mm. of so many countries because they're always treated like shit huge i feel like the only country where i've heard that like natives actually get treated with respect is like and i don't know if this is complete like let me know guys Mm -hmm. um it's like new zealand yeah i heard that as well yeah i don't know if it was always the case though but maybe not in the beginning i don't think i don't think it was in the beginning right i think most of the time in the beginning i think now it's more celebrated though like the maori culture there um but i i think i think that in the beginning it wasn't exactly sure because i think a lot of these like you have to think like I, I just feel like a lot of these places that were settled, again, you had these like European settlers in the most part right. coming to these countries and they just viewed people at these people as lesser than right. them, right? Like they, they viewed them as like, we can help them like come to our culture, you know, right. assimilate with whatever, yeah. you know, but then this is the true white savior complex. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So like, this is literally, yeah, this is literally the white, but the, the problem is they weren't saving anything. Exactly. <laughs> they were killaging, killing and pillaging people. Killaging? Killaging. They were killaging people. <laughs> well, you know, it's really sad because, you know, in some areas as well, like, um, I think it's in, um, it, like a lot in central and South America, but like oh, it's so sad. a lot of the, like, um, I don't know if it's Aztecs or Mayans, yeah, but, Mayans. Bas- but basically the, the Spanish, um, settlers and stuff that were there, like tried to wipe out that culture completely. Yeah. Like knocking down like temples and all that kind of so shit. Sad. And it's like, Oh my God, like that's really, really, really sad. I know. It's so, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Colonialism, baby. It's Gotta just, love it. It's just nuts. Gotta I mean, love it so much. This is, I think this is really, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that this story is hitting the news front. Like it's, yeah. you know, it's a sad story, but again, it's kind of like, you know, 
waking people up to like what yeah. our history is and what's happened. I know it's bad. And the thing is, the problem is also like we're still not a country like, for example, at least in New Zealand, maybe now, you know, the natives there are being celebrated and stuff, mm-hmm. but we're still like so far behind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're still, you know, um, like natives are still very heavily, how do I say, like seg- segregated almost. Yeah. Um, I know that there's like reparations and stuff or something or they mm. get like free housing, but it's like also not good for them. And there's yeah. like a lot of issues. Well, there's like, uh, again, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't fully understand or yeah. know because yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah. like that, that close with, um, you know, what goes on on that side of the government. But like I heard like also there are like designated like residential areas and reserves and stuff but again the conditions on some of these reserves are horrible yeah like you know not proper facilities all this kind of stuff i mean i I know not all of them are like that but i do think that that's another issue Mm -hmm. in itself is living conditions in some of these places um so then that creates a lot of you know drug and alcohol problems mm -hmm. so then what happens is a lot of um natives like have these issues like these drug addiction issues and poverty issues and all kinds of stuff and then the modern society like you know the regular society views them as degenerates yeah and you know like even me like i've definitely had you know like especially when i was younger Mm. i'd be like oh why are they such drunks and like why are they such druggies like why is that part of their culture because i didn't know anything right i just thought like oh they're just you know, they're just like low lives or whatever mm. without recognizing that like all of this other stuff had happened. Exactly. There's so many other reasons as yeah. to why like people don't just randomly, you know, if something like that is like a prevalence in a community, mm. it doesn't happen randomly, yeah. you know? Exactly. And, and also, you know, there are pockets mm. of Canada that are doing some pretty cool stuff though. Yeah. So like um, a couple of years ago, I did a road trip up to Alaska, like through BC and stuff. And I can't remember what some of the towns were called, but some of the smaller like villages In Alaska, and stuff, Daniel. No, no, no. This was in BC. Oh, but you were traveling through BC to yeah. go to Alaska. Yeah. Okay. I was like, a- you know, Alaska's not in Canada. I do know that. Okay. <laughs> I know that you it think... It was th- once though, wasn't it? Th- it's part of Canadian land at one point. Yeah. But I- then we sold it to the United States. America. Um, <laughs> land of the free. Land um, of the free. <laughs> um, but no, um, as we were going through like BC and through um, the Yukon, there was actually a few like small towns that are trying to bring back... Um, the culture right so like there's like there was a really cool place that we went to that was like they were teaching the youth there how to like you know smoke salmon and make like mm. make some of the traditional stuff that they would make like with right. moose moose hides and all of that kind of stuff and they were reteaching some of these things to, the commu- oh, okay. with, to within the community um and i think there's also like a lot of activists now that are trying to like preserve the languages and stuff right um i think the thing that's hard with a language is like you know if it's if it's not spoken widely a, widely yeah. then it's so quick like not quick but like it's easy for a few generations for it to be gone yeah for sure know? yeah it's like in even in like ireland and stuff like yeah. the native whatever like native language gaelic? what is it gaelic yeah like most people in ireland just speak english right yeah, yeah. so it's it's, it's it it's is a, a bit sad yeah. yeah so but uh, yeah i mean that's the that's the sad story coming from canada mm-hmm. so now it's being you know talked about a lot in the news mm-hmm. and um who knows what's gonna happen maybe they're gonna uh, find more of these, you know, burials, burial sites, which is just so sad. Yeah. Um, well, and I think the sad thing is for a lot of these parents where, you God. know, their kids went missing and they never had closure. Like they oh never, God. cause you know, their kid would be in the system and they would just vanish. Like, you know what I mean? Like right. they, wouldn't, they wouldn't necessarily be told, Oh, your kids. And your like sometimes died. they might just like, they might still be alive, but then they lose contact. Maybe. I don't know. I just don't it's even a, like, it's just, yeah. it's a mess and it's really sad. And, you know, it does, it does, 
shed light onto why you know that we are in the status that we are in mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. you know god so, how do you fix these years of damage that's a that's a <laughs> million dollar question Rose. yeah because you can't just again you can't just like give money mm-hmm. you have to actually like work toward you know fixing these communities and, exactly you know building these communities but and building and, them up you know what yeah. i mean so and i think it's that's sad yeah it's a very complex issue um and yeah anyways Disapp- yeah, it's disappointing that it's part of our our history here in Canada. i know isn't it because like we always like the thing is like canadians we always pride ourselves on being like you know more progressive yeah. and you know and multicultural like, in many, yeah in many ways we are yeah but this is like the kind of dark side of canadian yeah. history yeah that like you know we don't want to talk about well interestingly they have this yeah. similar kind of uh situation over in australia as well well that's the funny part because yeah. anytime so you know how, like canadians and americans there's always that kind of like uh, you know, little, not rivalry, mm. but like, uh, also like if you're Canadian, it's kind of like an insult if someone's like, are you American? You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you're traveling, especially like, um, I know, especially in like the George Bush era, I remember yeah. like I would be traveling and I'd see like American, like I would meet Americans and they would have like a Canadian flag on their backpack <laughs> and they'd just be like, yeah, I just like tell people I'm Canadian. Yeah. Anyways. Um, God damn. It'd be crazy outside. You for sure can hear that, guys. No, I don't think so. I don't think the mic's going to pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of faith in these mics. Anyways. They're, um, they're like noise canceling, you know? So, but the the funny thing is a lot of people did say to me, because I would meet people from New Zealand as well as Australia. Yeah. But every time I would meet someone with that kind of similar accent, I'd be like, oh, are you from Australia? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you're supposed to ask if you're from New Zealand first. Uh, because it's an insult if you say you're from Australia. No offense to any of my Australians. But yeah. Um, yeah. anyway, let's talk about Australia. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know the exact, like, I don't know too much of the history of Australia and whether, because yeah. I, I don't know if they had residential schools or stuff or anything there. I'm, they, not, I'm sure they had something, yeah. you know, similar, some kind of shit like that. There was definitely some exploitation of, of, oh, of the Aboriginal people there. And yeah, it's like similar in a sense that like a lot of the cities that I was in, like the, you know, towns and stuff, a lot of the, you know, homelessness and, you know, people that were on various substances and stuff, a lot of them were the traditional like Aboriginal people. Yeah. So sad. So it was, yeah, really, really sad to see. Yeah. Um, so it seems like they have some similar issues there. Oh God. And then again, on the surface, because of these issues, um, it looks like, oh, they're just a bunch of low lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the problem. Then it perpetuates that stereotype. I know. It's so sad, you know? Yeah, because yeah. you're right. Because if someone if someone didn't know the history, right, and then they came to Canada. Which most people don't. Exactly. A lot of people don't even know what residential schools are. They're like, I oh, mean, my God, this happened in Canada. It's like, I yes. barely knew about them until yeah. like a few. I do remember seeing some kind of documentary a few yeah. years ago. Um, But I think you're right. Like if somebody was from a different country, moved here, had no idea of the history and then, you know, is going downtown and seeing like, even in Calgary, like, like, you know, a lot of the people that are homeless and and stuff like that are the like Aboriginal people. And they would think that they would think of that stereotype. They'd say, Oh, like, why are they, why are why is it this particular minority group? They get to live for free. They get to go to school for free. Like that's the kind of argument, right? Yeah. Anyways, it's very complicated. Yeah. Um, it's a sad part of our history, unfortunately. It is. But yeah, Australia also has that dark mm-hmm. history for sure. Um, and I wonder, I like, I just wonder what like, you know, I mean, I know that they're the, you know, the government and, and there's, there's activist groups and stuff trying to like mm-hmm. come up with a resolution or come up with some kind of, well, there's nothing that they can do like to turn back time. That's no, the no, unfortunate you, part, you, right? You yeah. You, like this is the thing you cannot turn back yeah. time, but what do they do? But now? it's like, look, yeah. yeah, exactly. Look into the future and like, let's start like really, mm-hmm. you know, and I do think that this kind of information should be more prevalent in our, our education system as well. Oh my God. There's none of this in our education yeah. system. Like I think it's we really might've, we might've lightly touched on it. 
but like it, we Barely. didn't go into detail. So yeah. I'm like, this should definitely be part of the. Canadian I definitely education. didn't learn about residential schools. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and all I learned about was like the European settlers mm. that came here from you know france and mm. and i'm just like okay great this and you is learned the most about boring the fur history trading ever. And stuff right? yeah like yeah. the fur trade and they never talk about you know all the you know horror hor- i mean maybe now it's changed yeah but like when i was in school i definitely don't remember learning about all the horrifying things that yeah. you know they, they, that they did to natives but so i think that's a, that's a big piece of it as mm-hmm. well is, is is better education yes right so yeah. education around these issues but then that then, would require the government to admit that they did shit like this that's true not that long ago yeah Damn. Mm-hmm. Well, like, like I said, I think the f- the last school closed in like ninety two or that's something. That's insane. Like, that's insane. nuts to me. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. Anyway, guys, <sighs> so that's the on that that's, happy note. On that happy note, <laughs> yeah. um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. Let us know your thoughts as always. If you're mm-hmm. watching on YouTube, leave us a little comment, and um, don't forget to give this video a big thumbs up. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you're listening on any platform, make sure you review, give us a five star, all that jazz. Follow us. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on the podcast platforms. Yep. And of course, join us on Patreon. It Check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Savage Podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Beautiful, Rose. You did Thanks a fantastic, so much, guys. Fantastic job. <laughs> we will talk to you next week. Thanks so much, guys. Okay, bye. bye.